0: It goes deep into center field, way, way back goes Matty Alou, and that ball is in astro orbit. And the little dynamo, the toy cannon, now has 76 runs batted of the year. What a shot.
1: Hey there, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Loading the Cannon. I'm Vicaragupati. I'm Jacob Wessels,
2: and today we are once again joined by Matt Wilson and Jimmy Arvan for our Monday uh, little preview for the week. Uh, this has been a pretty crazy week for us, because the last time we recorded this episode last Sunday, we had about 35 Twitter followers, and all but two of them knew us, and one of them is a Russian bot. So now that we are that quickly, quickly approaching 200 followers, we might get to 200 followers by tonight, uh, we kind of want to welcome in potential new listeners and also kind of talk about you know what this week has been like on our end and, and kind of how crazy the experience of kind of going like mini-viral in a very specific community has been, been for us. Um, so, I mean, kind of to kick things off about The Fastest 220, uh, Matt, it was kind of your idea. So, like, you know, where did the idea come from and, and you know, what made you so excited about that?
3: Yeah, so it was, at, we had this, um, our last Monday episode, and we ended that with our talk about the Universal DH. And then Jacob and Vic had the idea of creating a segment where we talk about sports issues and stuff. And I thought that was a great idea. And then I kind of threw back an idea where we combine everything into one podcast. And within that, I kind of also like created like different content ideas we can try. And one thing I think is with the KBO, like a KBO recap. And when I thought of that, I thought of Chris Berman's fast three minutes from halftime ESPN NFL, everyone knows that. So I texted that to Jacob and I was like, that's a great idea. And I sent two follow texts before he responded saying, like, I love this idea, we have to do this. And luckily Jacob liked it too. And also Victor liked it. So the next day, me and Jacob started it. Uh, Jacob is the person who does most of the work is all the editing of the videos and all that. And we worked on um, a day before his highlights and we posted that. And that got about, like 100 views, I think.
1: Yeah, something like that.
2: Yeah, so the plan initially was to to do the, the one on Monday for the previous Sunday's games, and basically just as like a trial run to see if it, it sounded good, to see if the concept works. And, and when we had made that, we weren't even planning on posting it, really. And as soon as we made it and we listened to it, we were like, holy shit, like, this is awesome and so much fun and whatever, we have to post it. But we posted it, we tagged some people, little fanfare, you know, it just, you know, it got... views.
1: I mean now it's a thing was you you tagged people not in the post itself but in like a comment thread. Yeah, in the comment
2: thread. Because I was, I don't know. I I just was kind of trying to keep it low-key because I figured it was our first time trying it. I wasn't gonna like, you know, go super hard, hard marketing it. But you know, we were so excited with the product. I mean, there were 60 views on the video, and I probably account for 30 of them. I just kept watching it because of how much I loved it. I was like, oh my god, this is so much fun. And so the next day we woke up early in the morning, got everything together, edited all the highlight clips together, recorded it, and we tagged my KBO. And like 10 minutes after we tweeted it, Vic sends me a text and he's like, Holy shit, what's happened? And I had turned off my Twitter notifications because of the only other time we'd seen any Twitter success when I tweeted something at the NFL draft that got like 150 likes. And my phone was continuously getting notifications from that. So I turned off Twitter notifications and had never turned them back on because I just there was too much at that time and yeah. whatever. And so I didn't know what was happening. Now I go back on, you've got 20 new followers, like, and the whole thing, it, it's just gone crazy.
1: Yeah, so I will say that that was the first video that I was a part of. So, I mean, uh, correlation, causation, you can, I'll leave, I'll leave that up to you to interpret. But uh, I was in a meeting at that time, actually because... I you know have have been doing this this internship um I, my mornings have been booked cuz I've been working and you know Matt and Jacob have been doing this in the mornings and so I kind of hop on and and do what I can and you know really it's 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 their project mostly and I was just in this meeting and obviously like checking my phone a little bit uh hopefully they're not listening and just like a stream of Twitter notifications came up. And so that's when I was like, well, what, what is happening when I was like talking to Jacob, because I couldn't really check it out because I was really just checking like my home screen. I wasn't actually going to, to Twitter to suss out everything that was going on. But yeah, that was uh, really exciting. Yeah. So the first day,
2: you know, we get, we get the, the, the my KBO retweet and that was, that was, you know, really exciting for us. It gets, you know, over a thousand views um, and, and, you know, almost 2000 at this point. And we're really excited about, you know, potentially the direction of this moving forward. And and so obviously, you know, we're gonna you know, keep doing it. And so we do it again the next day. We get, you know, another, another retweet from my KBO. The video blows up again. I mean, we can't thank Dan Kurtz enough for the attention that he's brought to us. It's like, literally, that is all that we are thriving upon at this point. And we're just so glad that he enjoys our content and his followers enjoy our content. It's been, it's been so much fun. Also in that tweet, we tweeted at the Cespedes Family Barbecue folks. And I don't, I can't speak for Matt and, and Vic, but at least for me personally, when we kind of started this project, you know, as, as college students in, in quarantine, that was kind of, you know, the model that I was going after. I mean, I've, I've listened to Sesame's Valley Barbecue or followed Sesame's Valley Barbecue, I forever. Um, forever. Because, you know, as a Jewish kid who likes baseball, it's literally exactly my demographic. <laughs> and, and so they, I've always kind of been been huge fans of them. And, and so, you know, we've been tweeting at them. And up until this point, they have not been responding. And I feel fairly confident they know who we are now. So I, I've kind of set an ultimatum moving forward. So if you're out there, is Family Barbecue, we know. We know you know who we are. And we are coming for you. <laughs>
1: um,
0: is that like a declaration of war? I thought that was I've
1: of- waiting saying. to spout that off. Yes, no. sir, it is.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Um, <laughs> you've been waiting to spout that off. I know it
2: no i love those guys but it's been um it's been it's, it's you know it's friendly competition amongst their account with hundreds of thousands of followers and our account with 200 followers um and and so you know and then then obviously the next uh big game changing day for us you know because we kind of you know, kept doing it is is the um, is uh, yesterday's fastest 220 when we tweeted you know and we got retweets from you know, but also alex fast also sungman kim uh not Jason Benetti unfortunately although I do love Jason Benetti um
1: but those guys- we were coming for you too. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no you know what you say it's
2: all over this is a revenge tour it begins now <laughs> no but um but that was a big day for us because because we got multiple retweets from from people with big followings and so that you know pushed our video over 3,000 views and and really gave us another big bump we went from like 130 followers to 170 followers and, and so now, you know, as I'm doing our one today, we're up to 191 followers right now. Hopefully, we're going to be getting more, you know, moving forward. We're obviously going to keep doing the fastest 220s. It's been really fun for us, but it's just been so crazy on our end. As soon as we post these, we're, you know, waiting with braided breath, all, uh, all refreshing our phones and then looking at them and going, Holy, you know, holy crap!" It's just been so exciting to see, you know, not just the engagement that we're getting, but but you know, who's following us and and, I, and every single person. And, Likes what we're doing is, you know, just more motivation for us to keep doing it. So, you know, we're we're super excited about that. And moving forward, one of the things that at least I'm I'm looking forward to doing, and I think everyone else is, is we're going to kind of expand the powers of the fastest 220 to other sports. You know, I I think you know part of the goal of this is just to have fun and learn more about the KBO. You know, it's a league that was like maybe a little bit too inaccessible for me with the games being at hours I wasn't awake and players that I wasn't familiar with and Throughout this process, there have been, you know, players who I've learned so much more about. I mean, we've got guys now in these games where when we see their name pop up, we're like, oh, it's that guy. You know, I'm trying to think of Park Don Juan is one of them. He's one of my favorite ones, um, um, Heroes. And then, you know, there's O.J. Il, who's one of Matt's favorites. <laughs> um, um, but, you know, there's guys who like, you know, we, we have such a, you know, better familiarity with the players just from watching these highlights every day. You know, you really... You know, kind of get to get to know the players, but um, but it's one of those things where I don't know. In this time period, especially without sports, and, and even over the last five years, one of the things that Vic said to me is that you know, Sports Center isn't really Sports Center anymore. It, it's it's kind of like you know, it's become more news and discussion and less focused on on like that kind of highlight stuff. And so it's really fun that we get to play the role of Sports Center even in this weird time to a very small community of people to kind of bring that news and the, the highlights in that, in that kind of a way.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I get like the, the same highs that I'm sure guys like Berman, you know, or Stuart Scott or, or Patrick or Olderman got when they were able to read highlights. Cause it's, it's so fun. And, you know, we do it, we record it and then we put it up. Obviously and it's all it's it's a lot more fast paced than like in, like the fastest three minutes is is a lot more fast paced than like your typical sports center show. So really, a lot of praise goes to Bourbon for this, but having to do that on live TV, that's tough. Oh yeah, we've got multiple takes. Matt
2: has kind of been the master of the one take. Read. He's done it a couple of times in one take but for, for some of us it takes you know three or four tries to kind of get the timing down and figure it out it's so hard because sometimes the home run clips drag on for longer than you think sometimes it's shorter and it's just you know you have to kind of get a feel for it mm. but it's just you know it's been it's been so much fun and we're going to kind of look to move forward at least you know me personally we're going to keep doing the kbo ones obviously but we're going to kind of look to do other sports i think i might do one for the golf match this weekend and, you know as, as more sports continue to resume and especially more undercovered sports we're gonna kind of uh you know keep looking to bring people a unique you know fun fresh take on, on those mm-hmm. kind of things in, the, in a highlighted fashion
1: yeah um the one thing that obviously we when we started this thing it was really just a something to you know spend our time we'll in quarantine pretty much everyone that is able to speak has set up a podcast during quarantine and we're no exception so like obviously we have like aspirations but our main goal coming in was to just sort of like break the circle so to speak because this podcast was and like and our content was kind of circulating amongst our friends and like even then not even like most of them were just like sharing it along or like giving a, a courtesy listen or two just because they are friends and like you know they want to see some of them like actually liked it and actually do listen most of them were just you know playing along because because they are friends and i wouldn't ask any more of them than to just like check it out obviously but now like we've broken the circle a little bit obviously not on the podcast itself but I mean, at least there are people seeing our content that we have no clue who they are and that's really that was really just one of our big goals. I totally agree. I mean, it
2: felt it felt really special that we've been doing this for a couple months and and, you know now maybe there's a chance that that people who aren't my mom and my granddad are gonna, you know, see it and take a listen. so, you know, transitioning from from the fastest to twenty to the podcast a little bit more. So we've got, you know, I mean, we're going to keep the Twitter content going, you know, we don't want to just become a one trick pony, you know, Toy Cat and Cannon is, is trying to, you know, we're trying to provide a bunch of sports content in a bunch of different ways. But, you know, kind of the centerpiece of that was the podcast and we came up with with the premise for it. So, for people who are, you know, kind of new here, or, or, or perhaps listening to their, you know, first or second episode, we thought we might, you know, just kind of refresh everybody on, on, you know, stuff that you can find in earlier episodes about what the general premise is and, you know, kind of what we're working on trying to do. And and so I don't know if, if Vic would like to speak more to that because it was kind of his idea for the podcast to begin.
1: Yeah, I well, kind of. I mean, I was on the night that would have been opening day. You know, I was kind of missing baseball. And so Jacob and I wanted to do something, whether it was like a blog site. I I did one of those uh, for my senior year for like an internship project, um, or a podcast or something like that. And we had been tossing the idea of doing something like that around for a couple weeks. And so the idea that I sent him that night was like a hall of very good type thing, where we just talk about players who weren't or aren't going to get in the hall of fame their respective hall of fame for whatever sport they play um especially baseball because I feel like there are a lot of those guys um you know football is a good amount uh we don't know hockey quite as well and then basketball pretty much lets anyone in um so there aren't aren't many guys like that for basketball but basically that was that was the idea behind it um turned out there actually was a podcast a decently successful one like the that had like Fergie jenkins on it and stuff like that uh called the hall of very good so that kind of forced us to come up with a new name um and that's sort of when jacob was talking to me about uh the late a guy the late jimmy Wynn, a guy that actually uh passed away that very day earlier that day and that was the first place I had heard of him, but he was kind of uh, an outside the park or MLB the show guy for for Jacob.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, when Vic kind of pitched this premise of like Hall of Very Good or guys that, you know, kind of were unappreciated or, or baseball stars that we hadn't heard of, the first name that was brought to my mind was Jerry Wynn, not only because, you know, he had unfortunately passed away like literally earlier that day or the day before or something.
1: I think but, it was the day, yeah. Yeah.
2: But, um, but, because I had his, like, card on OOTP Perfect team, and so, and so he was a monster for me, I mean, because his ratings were incredible, and I was, like, I don't, like, I just, I just don't understand how I've ever heard of this guy, so, I mean, I did some research about him, the more, the more I learned about him, the more impressed I was, and he's just one of my favorite stories to talk about, he's kind of, you know, Aaron Judge in Jose Altuve's body, he was hitting unheard of home run totals for that era, which was kind of, like, second dead ball era almost especially playing in the astrodome and you know kind of partially because he was playing on bad astros teams and you know his, like he was striking out too much and people just didn't really give him the respect he deserved but you know if you look back at it he was one of the premier power hitters of the era and he also was like five nine and so that you know gave him the nickname the toy cannon because he had you know tremendous power despite his small size and so you know, for, for us and, and for this podcast, Vic, you know, kind of had the idea that, you know, a cannon with one end being kind of a, a log or, a, you know, a history or, you know, that kind of thing. And so the toy cannon canon was born a kind of a cannon modeled after players uh, like the toy cannon, Jimmy Wynn, or as we learned the other day, Cody Ross. Um, let talk about him but this is the, the Jimmy Wynn was, was kind of the inspiration for the name. And so, you know, a Divisive
1: we, name to say the least.
2: Yes, I know. I, I, you know, we've, we've had our qualms about, you know, it's its ability to spread because of, because of the confusing nature of it. But, um, but the way it kind of works is that, you know, each week it's, it's Vic and me and usually one guest and we, you know, each of us bring a player or a topic or a, you know, Vic, uh, Vic this week, you know, did a call. Uh, I've done a specific game before, uh, but, you know, some of it's players, coaches, whatever, but just an underappreciated sports story, a story that, you know, you don't hear often and that has like a lot of depth to it. And, and we, you know, we present that story as kind of inducting it into the, the toy canon, canon. And so, you know, we've, we've experimented with a bunch of different formats with the show so far. Obviously, you know, this is only week seven or eight of it. And, and what we are kind of experimenting with now is this new format where we host a couple of episodes every week. Um, on Mondays, which is this episode, we kind of do some, some introductory banter, which will, you know, usually be about, you know, life and, and sports news and whatever. And this week it ended up kind of being a little bit different based on our, you know, fastest 220 success. Um, but, but, and then we're going to play a, you know, game. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, there'll be one you know, canonization each day. So so mine will be on Tuesday this week. Vic's brother of the rooms will be on Wednesday, and then Vic's will be on Thursday. And then Friday, we release the whole episode with all three canonizations together, depending on what you want to listen to and, and you know, give everyone a bunch of options and kind of to, to provide content throughout the week. Um, so this week, uh, we had, a, you know, an exciting week, obviously. Vic's brother was on. I kind of talked about... Um, you know, a, a guy who whose story ended up being quite popular this week, uh, although it was unbeknownst to me. And you also would have seen it on Twitter if you're if you're following us there, um, that it is uh yeah it's about a guy who who never got a plate appearance or an at batch but still managed to make a tremendous difference for the Oakland Athletics. And then uh yeah, Vic and then Vic if you want to talk a little more about what you, you did.
1: Yeah. Um so for, and then like Jacob said, the one that drops on Wednesday, that's my brother. Uh, he's six years older than me, graduated from Syracuse. He's a, he's a broadcaster. Um, he works a lot with, with Penn. Um, does a lot of freelance work and uh, he canonized just a guy um, who pretty much everything he did, someone else did it more prominently So, like, he was a two-sport athlete at the same time as Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson. Like, he was on these really great teams, like, playoff teams um, across both his sports that had much more prominent guys. Like, he had his best season the year that Mark McGuire hit 70 home runs. So, like, it was just, like, everything like that. And so, Varun took a moment to appreciate him um, because he was just a phenomenally capable athlete and he just never got his due at any point because he was always overshadowed uh by this or that which is which is really one of the main spirits of, of the podcast and then I canonize because you know my brother is a play-by-play broadcaster I played to his sensibilities and I broadcasted a specific play by play call. Um, obviously there are iconic calls for iconic moments like Pete Rose hitting 4,192, um, or Henry Aaron hitting the 7, 715th home run and stuff like that. Um, Barry Bonds eclipsing Henry Aaron's total is sort of a big moment, but also sort of not just because of how people feel and felt about Barry Bonds. But uh, Dwayne Kuiper's call of that shot is just hauntingly poetic when we look back at it. So, uh, it was one of my favorite canonizations yet. Uh, I think it's really cool, pretty outside the box. I think you'll really like it.
2: Yeah. So, you know, we hope that if you've been, you know, liking the 220s and, and liking, you know, the stuff we're doing on Twitter, you might eventually follow us into the podcast sphere and, and you know, listen to the co- content we're producing here and you know now you kind of have an understanding of where we're coming from and, and what we're doing and um without further ado we hope you've stuck with us this long because we're going to play a game now which is what we're going to try to do on mondays you know maybe ask some questions and, and whatnot but um but today's game uh, is a shameless steal from from <laughs> jeremy frank and Devin fink we did this literally last night i think on twitter uh, but i saw it and i loved the idea so much i was like i have to do this just for fun with my friends because i think it's going to be
1: they a- stole the idea, anyways, from Milton Bradley, and just and just applied it to baseball. <laughs> exactly.
2: So what we're going to be doing is baseball guess who. So I mean, you all played the, the you know, game from childhood. Where you have the guys, and their faces are all up, and then you have to say, oh, does your guy have a mustache? Or Does your guy have blonde hair? Or is, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff, and and so we're going to do the same thing with baseball players. Since we have four of us, we're going to be working in teams of two. And I'm also hoping that kind of leads to people talking aloud about their way of thinking, which will lead to a little bit more, you know, intrigue for the, for the listening audience. Um, the rules are basically going to be you, you can only pick position players who have more than 300 plate appearances or pitchers who have had more than 100 innings in the 2019 season. Um, and then all questions are fair game. And we're going to rotate teammates, so, I don't know, I could be with Matt for the first one, Vic could be with Jimmy, and then we're going to rotate around, uh, and then the person with the most individual wins is going to be the individual winner of this episode.
1: So this is starters with more than 100 innings and relievers with more than 30?
2: I think we should ask relievers, because I think relievers give too many options, and it's kind of frustrating.
1: Um, Because,
2: I don't know, if you saw how long it took them on Twitter last night, we're doing it slightly differently, so we'll probably get through them quicker um and then depending on how quickly this goes we'll either do best of three or or, or best of five i don't know probably best of three yeah let's
1: see we'll probably uh we'll probably do each pairing once at least and then see where we go from there if it takes us 10 minutes then yeah Um, yeah. i will text about who who we want our player to be and uh you guys can figure that out right now yep we'll pick our players and then we'll come back once we've had them chosen Okay. All right, we've got our guy. Um, I guess I'll flip a coin to see who goes first. Uh, Jacob, heads or tails? I'll do tails. I dropped that. Okay. All right, Jacob, heads or tails? Tails. All right, it's tails. Do you want to go tails first? tails. Can... Yes. So we will
2: guess first. So the first thing I will guess. Well, Matt, I think we have to figure out if it's a picture. Oh,
1: also, as soon as like you submit an actual guess, if yeah. you get it right, you win. If you don't you lose you're done yes
2: you can't guess again um so we will is it a pitcher or a hitter? well is is your player a pitcher that's how the game works because it's asking me questions no no not a pitcher so it's a hitter
1: is your player a hitter
2: yes our player is a hitter is your player a national leaguer no, no. okay is
3: your player an american leaguer yes you can't just steal that questions the whole game, dude.
0: I don't know. I think it's a good strategy. <laughs> it,
2: it kind of is. Um, Does your player play outfield? Yes.
0: Is your player in the infield?
2: No. Matt, here's can I, can I? This is a sidebar to my partner. I don't like the way he answered that question. I feel like this is a guy who plays like multiple positions, like a Whit type. Um,
3: it was fairly um, hesitant. I feel like
2: we should ask <laughs> a question that asks something along the lines of, does the player also play in field?
0: It was actually a tactical uh, fate, and that was merely meant as deception.
1: So Matt, what's, what, what's your question? Matt, can that <laughs> be the question? That's
3: fine. Waste the question. It's <laughs> question, I'm still trying to sort my, my list. Does your player also play in field?
2: Yeah. Okay. See, so they play all the
1: positions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, did your player have more than 500 plate appearances? More than 500 plate appearances. That did
2: did not have more than 500 plate appearances. Mm. Did your player have more than 500 plate appearances? Yes.
0: Uh, yeah, he did.
2: Matt, my fan thing is down to 18 people. But also, it could be wrong because
1: I'm searching by just outfielders. Well, mine is not really working. So. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all you on this. We oh,
2: yeah. so, okay. love technology. All right. Your guys' guess.
0: Did your player hit more than 25 home runs?
2: No, they did not hit more than 25 home runs. Does your
1: player play in the American League Central? No does your player play in the American League Central? Oh, I should specify,
2: are we doing 2020 teams or 2019 teams? 2019
1: teams. Okay, no. Okay, Jimmy, so what do you think that means?
0: What was the I what did he answer? What was the question? <laughs> so
1: Jacob That was a huge
2: hit, but I had to know because because otherwise I, so I, I would, so I
1: asked if he was if he played in the American League Central, and then Jacob said, Oh, are we doing twenty twenty teams or twenty nineteen teams? I see. But he did not hesitate when we asked about the league, which means he's in the American League, but he was in the American League Central last year. And now was not. And now he's in the American League. Something. East or West.
0: Interesting. Okay. And less than 20 home runs.
1: And less than 25 home runs.
0: Did I say 25? I don't even remember my own question.
1: Uh, we got to figure out
2: this position, Matt, because by eliminating the AL Central, they have effectively eliminated all of the infield-outfield guys that have come up with my query. Because there are two infield-outfield guys, but both of them, I guess technically there's one more. Um, but both of them are in the AL Central, and then there's one that isn't. But I don't think it's the one that isn't. Which means that they're probably not listed as a primary position outfielder. Um, Did your player play the majority of their games on the middle infield?
1: No. No. Okay.
2: So first or third baseman, primary is an option.
1: Did your player have a weighted runs created plus above 100?
2: Because um, I, I, yeah, no, I don't know. No, their weighted runs created plus is below 100. There aren't many people that their guy could be. Okay, Matt, I'm going to give you the list of guys who their player could be. All right? Wait. Unless, he, I mean. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so it's over 500 played appearances. America
2: has played infield and outfield last year.
3: And what division did we ask? The Central? They're not in the Central. Yeah.
2: So here are, here are our options for people who have had more than 500 played appearances and played infield-outfield. Field. We have Hunter Dozier, who, who played right field and first base.
3: He's AL central, though, right? He is AL
2: central, good point. So Hunter Dozier's out. Um, I think it's Danny Santang. I don't know enough to guess, but I think it's Danny Santang.
3: Okay. Well, he, has, um, he has a high average, right?
2: Because he is infield-outfield, and he is over 500 played appearances. The problem is the middle infield wrench because he is a middle infielder. But if you look at the first and third baseman, the first baseman with over 500 played appearances, the only one who conceivably played the outfield was Trey Mancini. Uh, so, I, and the third baseman, the only one that's conceivable is Hunter Doge. So it's either Trey Mancini, Danny Santana, or I think it's, Dan, I think it's Trey Mancini or Danny Santana is the moral of my story. Okay, because um, I don't see unless Max Kepler is considered an infielder because he kind of plays first base but not a lot. But he's also AL Central. Is your play does your player play in the AL East? Yes. Okay, so then it, Matt, it's got to be right.
3: Oh, I'm not sure.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you can look up and down the list of AL East players. I don't see any ones that have over 500 plate appearances and could technically be considered infielder outfielders.
3: Whatever Nada Nunez, did he play outfield?
2: Um, I don't think he got over 500 plate appearances. He didn't show up on my third base list.
3: All
2: right. Do
0: you have a question?
1: Do I have a question? Yes. No, not
2: really. Matt, the only person who it could be is other than the guy that I just said, is Hanser Alberto. But I don't think he's an outfielder.
3: No, he's, I think he's a second baseman,
2: right? He played, he played a little bit of outfield last year. He played 90 games at second base, though. That's his primary position. And so then that would have failed the middle infield question.
3: Wait, I don't even see Trey Mancini. Oh, wait, yeah, I do. Okay. Well, they have to ask a question first. but. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um... I guess they're scared now they know we got their play. Well,
2: they know what we have. So now I, they basically have to guess a player. Unless
0: we don't I just to want to, I just don't want to waste a question <laughs> I'm trying to ask something that's uh-huh. actually useful.
2: I mean we could ask a hyper specific question. Like was your player, you know, did your player go to the University of Notre Dame, right?
3: Yeah, I think like, we should probably do that just because so, they're not even close.
1: Jamie, <laughs> right. like do, do you remember whether it was they were in the AL Central in 2019 and now they're not? Or whether it was the other way around?
0: Uh, nope. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was that one.
1: So I gave you guys the biggest kids and now you totally remember it. You should have written it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Listen, man, we're learning. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay so we can, we can recreate it, though. I asked is he in the AL Central? And then he asked Does it have to be 2020 or 2019? And I said 2019, and he said yes. Or did he say no? Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Oh, my God. This
0: is a problem. This is a problem. Currently, I am searching through all of the transactions that happened this offseason with people changing teams.
1: Okay. Um. I kind of have a guess, and they're getting really close. Should I just, like, throw out a guess and see if we can
0: see? Is there a question that you can ask that will help, like, solidify your guess?
1: Then I don't know. Are they going to guess, or are they going to ask a a definite question? I don't know. Oh, wait. Okay, wait. Um, This is what's great about guess who. You've got an interlocking strategy game here. Yeah. Do you think they're going Jimmy, do you think they're going to take a stab or do you think that they're going to
0: No, I think they're going to ask a really specific question to see if they can get the guy. And then guess. So I think we have one more question to play with before we have to guess. So if you want to try and go what with whatever your, your gut player, is.
1: Yeah. Is your player the son of a major leaguer? No, our player is not the son of a major leaguer.
2: I should ask a more general question.
1: It means Matt... <laughs>
2: They're not even close. We have the leeway to ask a hyper-specific question. Oh,
3: God. Um, right? I would
2: have guessed if it seemed like they were close, but it doesn't seem like they're close. So what about if we ask if they went to Winter Haven High School? Did your player go to Winter Haven High School? Yes. <laughs> so now they've got to guess a
1: player. They, God damn right, it. So we have to guess a player. We've got to guess a player. and. <laughs> so I'm going to say that... My oh, question Lord. that was extremely leading was my thought was Delano De Shields. Interesting. Because mm. he played last year in the AL West and this year he plays in the AL Central because he got traded to the Indians.
0: I'm just trying to get the filtering on fangrafts to work. That would be I'm so pissed
1: that we have this and we're sitting on the correct answer. If you guys can tell us
2: like this, it would be very upsetting. I, I think we played the game poorly. I think we knew that we had the
1: right answer. and We should have just guessed it. Okay. I'm going to throw out a guess. Okay. Is it Nomar Mazara? Yes!
2: <laughs> <laughs> we had we it for two turns. We stayed on it for two long. That's a epic choke job on my pucks. Wow.
1: That's yes. Oh, my God. I thought they were gonna. I thought I thought that us having the conversation about that was gonna make you guess it. Like you were gonna be like, uh, the
2: way that you were talking about it. I was almost sure that we had it. The problem was, I thought a hyper specific question would guarantee it, and it didn't seem like you had it. And I didn't think that you had it close enough where you were gonna be able to figure it out.
0: Okay. Wait. Wait. Before we do the next one, can someone please explain how to apply filters? On Fangraphs.
2: <laughs> oh shit! Do you see that? You go on, yeah like, yeah. Click leaders and then yeah. Batting. it. My bad. Twenty
0: nineteen. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
2: See the 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 things right. So then right. You, you, like if I wanted to go American League, I would click AL. Yeah sure. And then it would filter to just AL play. The thing
1: that the is there a way to? I, I
0: wanted to I wanted to drill down for like more than twenty five home runs or something like that. Is that possible or no? You just
1: have to use like like pressing on it like starting from the bottom or starting from the top. Yeah. That kind of thing.
0: So I can't sort on multiple stats or anything like that.
1: I mean hypothetically you could baseball reference play index it. That actually Or hypothetically you could have multiple Thangraph pages open and Actually
2: I'm totally changing my strategy. The way to win this game is on the baseball reference play index. Because you just go player batting and then you go seasons. And then you go find single season total and then you make your year 2019 to 2019 and then you can filter anything you want but i think having fan graphs and baseball perspectives open is helpful because FanGraphs kind of gives you the list already whereas on baseball reference you have to actually search and then it gives you the players right right but then on the right you can do like the additional cra- like so if you go to baseball reference you go single season and then make your years 2019 to 2019 it's you can make your league american national you can make
1: your oh so jimmy and i have a point what do you want the partnerships to be now i don't care whatever you want how about me and matt and then you and jimmy all right okay is your player a pitcher yes is your player a pitcher No. no is your player in did your player play the whole 2019 in the american league no no
2: uh, is your player – did your player play the whole 2019 in
1: the American League? Yes. Did your player throw more than 170 innings?
0: No. Um Is your player an outfielder? Yes. Another delay. I don't like that.
2: I know. It's sketchy.
3: Nat,
1: do you have a question? Division maybe, if you want to pin that down.
3: So they're in the NL – is your – it's definitely me Philly. Is your play in the NL East? Uh, no. no,
2: our player is not in the NL East.
3: Um, Are they in the AL? No, we asked if they played in the AL. They said no. I'm pretty sure.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> really going to ruin this whole thing for you guys.
3: <laughs> I'm pretty confident on that.
2: Did your player hit more than 20 home runs? Yes. Okay. Nice. That's a good guess. No.
1: No, they did not. Sorry, sorry, I was looking at. What's the final answer here? (laughs) Sorry, I was looking at stolen bases. Yes. Yes.
2: Oh, so we know they had
0: more than 20 steals. Also, oh, nice, a free hint.
3: Also, I'm just going to clarify our player is not an outfielder. (laughs) He is. You played seven games in the outfield last season. Okay, but that's still
2: yo. will find it on our thing. Okay. Yo,
3: yo,
1: yo, yo, yo. They've got to figure that out. <laughs> Hold on.
3: Okay. I, just feel like I, gave, I
1: gave a purposeful okay, okay. pause. They wait, noted wait, 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 the
2: pause. Wait, 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 wait. But side note, Jimmy. Yes. I don't think their players. I still think there's something going on with their play because unless Whit Merrifield only played seven games in the outfield last year which he, of course, did not because he played 77 games in the outfield. My query for less than 20 home runs, greater than 20 stolen bases, gives me three players, Whit Merrifield, Malik Smith, and Delano DeShields, all of whom played primarily outfield.
0: I thought that it was greater than 20 home runs and less than 20
3: steals. All right, what's our question, Vic? Or am I wrong about yeah, that? That was, was really confusing.
2: That was confusing, yeah. yeah, yeah I would like a clarification.
3: Um, is I asked, did your
2: player hit more than 20 home runs? Can you clarify what your answer was?
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, they he did.
2: hit more than 20 home
0: runs? There you go.
2: Okay,
1: because that was really confusing. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're good. We're I, good. I, sorry, man. I'm, really I'm going to waste the question. Time. I, I, I'm, I'm going to waste this question. I'm sorry, but we have to pin this down. Is your player in the American League? No. No. He's not in the American League. <laughs> you <laughs> have to I'm 20. sorry, I needed to do that. I'm not
2: supposed to,
1: man. I apologize, Matt. Okay. But so I don't think the that they're
2: home I don't think they're
1: person. gonna get our guys soon. It's a much
2: larger club.
0: Yes. I have thirty-one.
2: Okay, but we can knock out people who were primarily outfielders. Yes. Who are not so Trout you can knock out. Springer, Springer. you can knock out So we got Soler JD Martinez. Kepler for whom I would ask a DH question. I would, I, I would say
3: okay. yeah, most of their games at DH. Did they play most of your their games at DH? No. No. Okay. So we have NL Central or NL West. Pitcher less than 170 innings.
1: Did your pitcher have a K per nine over nine? No. It could be Renato Nunez. In the
0: we could do we could just do division too. That would take off a big chunk.
1: guess AL East
2: that would probably help. Okay.
0: Did he play in the AL East? No. Okay.
2: Okay. It's not Renato Nunez at his one game in left field. Um I wish you could touch my division on
1: the baseball reference player index.
0: I know. That you want that to question only do- really sort of helped.
1: We can we can get the division once and for all with one question. <laughs> Sounds good. So we, wait, so you asked East, right? So we know it's either Central or West? Correct. Okay. Is your pitcher in the NL Central? No. no. It's not in
2: the NL Central. Is your player in the AL Central? No. Okay, so we know it's an AL
0: West.
1: It's AL West. All right. No way. NL West, I've got, NL West under 170, K per nine below nine. So it's got, so here's, I don't know how many are in this list, but I can go down the list. It looks like there's not that many. Yeah, so I've got Freeland, Edie, Sensatella. Granke, surprisingly. Lauer. Oh, oh, of course, uh, Lucchesi as well, Matt's favorite. And that's it. Maybe we should ask, like, an ERA question, because Granke had a good ERA, and all the Rockies pitchers don't. We could ask um, a state, like, maybe if they play in California or – do you want to ask if they play in California? That would eliminate Beattie. That would eliminate um, Lauer and Luchessie if if they don't play. Yeah, that's a good question. Do they play in California?
0: Yes. How can we narrow this down more, Jacob?
2: Uh, I'm looking at the various players that it could be, and I think I know who it is.
0: Okay, do you want to ask him more I don't, narrowing? I, I want
2: to make another mistake. I think it's jerks and Pope.
0: That's what I was going to say, All actually.
2: All of the ARS teams, guys with more than 20 home runs, and only one of them is a guy who is not a primary DH who made more of his games on the infield than the
0: outfield. Right.
2: It's only Jerickson Profar, because the Angels is Trout and Calhoun. The Mariners is, um, I guess, hypothetically, no, because Danny Santana it, um Angels is Trout and Calhoun. Rangers is Danny Santana. And you Chuchu.
0: shoo
2: the the Mariners is just Domingo Santana, and then the one team I didn't check was the um, uh, Astros. But I think
0: you have was- a, you have Jordan Alvarez and Michael Brantley. Michael Brantley was on the outfield. Yeah,
2: that's all. You know, it's got to be profile.
0: I mean, I I don't know. Do you want? I don't, I don't know how to close they are either. The player,
2: and I don't want to screw it up again because I just had this bizarre All
0: right, I will I will allow you player,
1: to Rixon profile.
0: yeah. There you go. Yes. There you go. Well with it, instinct?
1: Just for, just for shits and gigs, because Matt is the one guessing, is it Joey Lucchesi? No.
2: And <laughs> you guys are also, like, you didn't even name the player that was our player when you were going through the NL West pitchers. I think you somehow eliminated him by accident. Uh, the player you were looking for was Cal Quaschel. Really? Cal yeah. Quaschel, 103 innings for the San Diego Padres last year. Uh,
1: the really? I did minimum 100. And the least amount of innings pitched, it says, was Kyle Freeland with 104 and a third. Wow. That's wrong.
0: That's bizarre. Uh, yeah.
1: Search for starting pitchers,
2: like, innings as starters, because he pitched five games out of the bullpen?
1: Um, I guess that must have been what it was.
2: Did, did you query by starting pitchers and not by all pitchers?
1: Yeah, I did. Uh,
2: then that would only be the innings he, he had as a starter, uh, which is which is where you went wrong. Mm-hmm. We had a couple
3: innings in the pen. So you basically cheated. Yeah. Right.
2: I mean, you, <laughs> you, you had it down to three different Padres. You had it down to two other different Padres pitchers. and we guessed before. I don't think you would
1: have. Yeah. All wow. right. Well, well, yeah, you guys won that. Jimmy has two points. <laughs> Jacob and I both have one. And Matt's rocking the bagel. And Matt, it's my fault. I'm sorry. No, I've messed up too. I haven't helped at all. So know, this is I great. was that great in this round. I was... Pretty bad, but now okay. You, I, a question. you asked the same question twice. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told <laughs> you. I that should be writing these down to Wow,
0: we're gonna scare people away, man.
1: Next okay. round. Next round. Next round. Okay. It's Vic and I. Yeah, and this is. If we if we get this one, it's a three-way tie for, for. <laughs> So then I guess we might have to
2: do we have may have to play one more round as a tiebreaker round. Let's see. Um I don't know, we'll
0: see. All
1: right, we've got ours. All right,
3: let's, let's do that.
1: Okay, we're good.
2: Like Matt and Jimmy is my deepest up here. <laughs> player a hitter.
0: Right, yes he is. Yes he is.
3: Okay, oh, I just got a good idea. Is your player a hitter?
2: Yes, our player is a hitter. Does your player play in the American League?
3: Yes. Does your player play in the
1: National League?
2: Yes. I've broken my baseball reference play index. I can now only search
1: for Oakland Athletics. Yes, our player plays in the- Wait, hold on.
0: Matt, did you say yes the American
1: League? Uh, Yeah, sorry.
3: It's National no! League. <laughs> it's National <laughs> League. <laughs> I have to call a full restart on this because I now think I know who it is already. I, no, I just don't know my divisions. That's fine.
2: No, I think that I, – I mean,
0: I'm not going to officially guess this. That doesn't give it away. It does definitely give doesn't it. give it
2: away. You're so I, smart. Wait, <laughs> I've got some thoughts. But, yes, our, <laughs> player, our <laughs> player is – You brought up to me when you we were playing, so I know this player's on his mind.
1: And it's – I'm not going to guess it officially, but it's Nicholas Castellanos who was traded from the American League to the National League. That's who I was thinking as well, obviously. So Let's ask a paper-specific question about Nick Castellanos. Hyper specific Yes. Well, not that. Oh, why, don't, why don't we just ask – has he been traded or like? Or did, did your player sign with an NL central team last offseason?
3: Um, this offseason? This
2: offseason, did your player sign with an NL central team?
0: I have to look that up. No, he did not.
2: Okay. So the Castellanos guess is out. Okay. Matt,
0: what was the answer to your previous question?
3: We have an NL batter.
0: NL batter. Okay. I missed the NL part. Um, do we want to go trying to narrow down position or league first or uh, division?
3: I feel like division because I feel like they pick something tricky for position. That's Okay. All
0: right. Did he play in the NL East?
3: No. Uh, no. Our player did not play in the NL East.
2: I'm worried the baseball reference plan mix is going to screw us because if we query like NL greater than 300 plate appearances, it's going to screw it up if they were traded halfway through the season. So I think we have to figure out if they were traded from the AL to the NL halfway through the season. Or the NL to the AL. The, which way was it?
1: We can say We can just say where they traded. In well, no, no, we, we, I, it'd be helpful to know which direction.
2: Um I uh, know, actually, it wouldn't because that could eliminate because that would force us to ask two questions. Was your player traded this season, like in twenty nineteen, where they traded in twenty nineteen? Was this player traded between leagues?
0: Oh no. wait, wait, wait! Uh, well be- uh, yeah, it, it, it's just your question.
2: Because otherwise, they'll come up in the query for for national American. Wait, so
0: the which- question
2: should be: Did this player change leagues in twenty nineteen? I decided. Okay. Did this player change leagues in twenty nineteen?
3: No, he did not. Uh, like he really got
2: his divisions wrong? Interesting.
3: Are you talking the 2019 season or the
1: 2019 year? The 2019 season. Okay, yeah. Answer stands. We have not winnowed since NL batter. <laughs> <laughs> we have the full <laughs> list of NL Batter. Is it, is it an NL batter
2: or an AL batter? Because the answer again wasn't clear.
3: We answered. It was pretty clear. Was yeah.
2: one thing, and then was, you know, your teammates said a different thing. It was,
0: it was the- National League. He's NL. in the National League. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right, Matt. We know it's not NL East. Let's just get the. Uh, let's just get the division. Yeah. Um, is he in the NL Central? Yes. Okay.
1: You go division position. We've got a lot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. let's try to make let, we've got to kind of play aggressively because we're playing from
1: behind so let's ask a question that I, I think I think we just have to we we have to get some basics out of the way I, could, I think a, a good basic <laughs> would be did they play for a playoff team or not
2: or the 20 home runs question because that does help you really win out
1: either one your choice
2: let's do 20 home runs does your player have more than 20 home runs
3: Uh, no does your player have more than 450 played appearances can you tell me because I don't have yes
2: there are 20 there are 78 players with more than 300 played appearances and less than 20 home runs Um, I'm trying to figure out if there's a trend if there's like a lot of them play for like teams with certain characteristics okay this is interesting yeah what's that I like an alphabetical team thing right? So, so I, I, I would like to know if the team name is, is, if the city name starts with an N or later in the alphabet. This is an official question. I'm just pitching to Vic.
1: Uh, I mean, if you really think that'll help. Because that, that could get us down to like very few teams. And then if we can get
2: the position, it's over. That can get us down to like five teams either way. If we ask a good alphabet based question.
1: Okay. Okay. If you have a good alphabet based question.
2: Okay. The first letter of the team city is it end or later in the alphabet? So for example, New York would be a, a yes. Philadelphia would be a yes, that kind of thing. No. So that means it is a Brewer, a Marlin, a Dodger, a Rocky, a Red, a Cub, a Brave, or a Diamondback. If it was below, it would have been much more
3: helpful. because then I've met.
0: I'm sitting at 84 people in the, in the search. Do you want to go the position route or another accounting to statistic?
3: I'm a fan of the statistics, but if you want to get a position, you can get a position.
0: I don't know. I, I, I'm down for the statistics. Um, let's do – did they have more than 130 hits?
2: No. Okay. Vic, I think the next question we have to ask is if they played in the NL Central, because that can knock us all the way down to just five teams, which is the same as asking two division questions. So this was a pretty stupid endeavor that I took us on. But – <laughs> It's basically it basically serves the same effect. Oh yeah. Does your player play in the NL Central? Yes, he does. Okay, so that means it is a Brewer, a Red, or a Cub. The Cub. I'll, I'll, I'm just gonna text these to you, Vic, so that we don't.
0: Matt, I'm I'm not crazy in you no know, in saying that our guy's in the NL, in the NLS, right? We we confirmed that.
3: He's in the NL Central.
0: Central. Okay, I I, I couldn't. I'm so bad at remembering these things. Okay, the NL Central. Um, I'm down to thirty-two people. Is that what you have?
3: I have thirty-two, but half of them, like they're not thirty-two in the NL.
0: Yeah, right. Well, but I mean, we can discount a lot of them because we only have NL Central. So I think the next pos- the next question should be related to position, and then we'll have it narrowed down to decent amount. I think. So do you want to just go infield, outfield, or something more specific?
3: I think infield, outfield's fine.
0: Okay. Did they play? more than 50% of their games in the outfield.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, Jacob, there are a lot of Cincinnati options. Yeah, so I texted
2: this to Vic because I didn't want them to get too much thinking, but we have the list down to you know, 10 or so guys, almost half of which are Cincinnati Reds.
1: So let's, let's cut it in half.
2: ask if it's a Cincinnati Red or not. Let's cut it in uh, half. Let's do it. Okay, is your player a Cincinnati Red or were they a Cincinnati Red? Yes. Yes. All right, next we got to go position, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to try to see what position trends we have.
0: As far as I can tell, Matt, there are only three options.
3: Yes, I think I see that.
0: Okay, and let's see what can we ask to differentiate between all three? We could
3: ask uh wait, let's just let's just go over the three options. See, yeah, 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 yeah. Fowler, Ozuna, and Hayward. Yep. Okay.
0: Let's see. I mean, we could go the oddly specific route, or we could just try and do another counting statistic that would differentiate between the three of them. Oh. Um, I can really only think of a way to isolate Ozuna because of his home runs, or Fowler. Or we could say, oh, since Fowler and Ozuna are on the Cardinals, you could just ask, like, it's a it's two Cardinals and a Cubs, so you could just ask one of those two teams. But either way, I'm tr- I'm trying to think of a of a clever way to
3: yeah narrow this down to good. only
0: one option. I don't know if there's a way. Maybe there is, and I just can't think of it. But um, do you want to just do team because that'll tell us? Yeah, yeah. It, maybe we will get down to one. Okay. Um, it, does your did your player in 2019 play for the St. Louis Cardinals? Yeah. Okay.
1: I think we have to guess now. You think so? Do you think they're going to they a question in them? Or do you think they're going to get – they have two people. They've got a 50-50 shot. That's all we need. Do they have the stone <laughs> to guess it? Or are they going to winnow it down?
3: I'm due for I a win. I guess
1: we could go for one more winnow. But the thing is,
2: we can't even make our winnows like this is the game is has been shit here. We can't even make the winnow so good. Because if we make the winnow good enough that they think we haven't, then
1: I'm in camp guess now leave it all out there. And that means we lose rather than they win. (laughs) We have it down to Jose Peraza,
2: Jesse Winker, Iglesias, Derek Dietrich, Tucker Barnhart, Nick Senzel, Joey Votto. My inference is that it is Jose Iglesias because Matt got confused as to what division they played in and what league they played in. And all of the other guys have played in the NL their entire career. I suppose, I I don't think you would think Joey Votto and be like, oh yeah, he's an AL central player, right? Like, you just wouldn't say that. Right. So, and Iglesias, prominent Detroit Tiger. Like, when I think of Iglesias, I think of the Detroit Tigers.
1: Yeah, so do I. They're close.
2: Barber, I think of the Reds. Senzel, I think of the Reds. Winker. I think of the Reds. Peraza, I think of the Reds. Peraza changed teams, but he changed teams in the NL. I so think
1: he, it, so, did, so did Dietrich.
2: Dietrich was a Marlin, right? I'm going to narrow it down to Peraza, Iglesias, Dietrich. Say, I'm pretty sure it's not Senzel, Votto. Heart but I'm like 75% sure it's Iglesias based on context clues, which makes me want to guess.
1: If you want to guess it, they're close. If you want to guess it, go ahead. I don't want to be responsible for my team losing on two bad decisions. Though. <laughs> <laughs> we can ask if they've played for
2: other teams. Yes, but the thing is, if they know that we have Iglesias, they are going to take a guess and they have a 50% chance of winning this game. You want to go for it? I
1: kind of want to go for it. Let's go for it. Is your player Jose Iglesias? No. Damn it. All right. Well, we lose. We lose because of Matt's gamesmanship. (laughs) I was going
0: to say, just being totally deceitful in terms of causing confusion, Tucker Barnhart has been on the
1: Reds his entire career. Oh, my God. He's a National League player. Why would you stay? Why would you (laughs) stay? You (laughs) could have known. But that's really on us. We should have known who we're playing. He's Matt Wilson. He, he does that stuff.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Who was, was it? Was it Marcel? Or
1: oh, it? I feel pretty confident. I feel right. guys have a, you guys have a coin flip. I want to hear it. I want to hear, hear your guesses.
3: Oh, I don't know. I don't have. I was thinking Marcel because he changed teams in the off season. So I felt like they would have used that to their advantage.
0: Okay. I have no evidence for one or the other, so we'll go with that.
3: But the player was Marcel.
1: Uh, but we would have never nice. gotten Barnhart because even I have, if... I could even read that list of players and I would probably like forget within five seconds that Tucker Barnhart was on that list of players. When
2: I was looking at the list of all the guys with less than 20 home runs, one of the things that jumped out to me was the number of catchers on the list. I was like, literally, like there's like 20 catchers on this list. And so part of me wanted to guess, is your player a catcher? But there were so many better things to do. I didn't do it. And now I'm so upset because if I had actually decided to
1: do that that you know it's okay because Matt still lost in the end that's true (laughs) and And our big winner our big winner our second big winner in case you didn't know last week he was me I don't mean to steal your spotlight, Jimmy. But our big winner this week is Jimmy Arvan, who joined late, who wasn't even supposed to be on I podcast.
0: wasn't even supposed to be here.
1: <laughs>
0: I walked in ass-backwards to this victory.
1: In the words of Tim Robinson, I'm not even supposed to be here. The <laughs> long-delayed Alex Murphy appearance on this podcast will have to wait another day. Yeah. Oh, it will be on an episode. Oh, we we'll the obligations. All right. Well, thank you all for sticking with us this long. This was really fun.
2: Um, yeah. This was a very fun game. I enjoyed this immensely. Thank you
1: to, to and if if you came here because of, you have, I say that
2: as if they're my close friends, but are not at all.
1: <laughs> if you came here because of Fastest220 and you're listening to the podcast, we really appreciate you, even though we don't think that you're really out there. We hope that those who... Did come here for Fastest KBO, you know, came for the highlights, but stay for the podcast, as, as Matt Wilson phrased it. Um, and we've got a really exciting week of content ahead of us. I'm, I really, really had a great feeling after we finished recording that episode earlier today. It was really fun. So, Matt, Jimmy, thank you once again. Of course. Um, congratulations, Jimmy, on your big win. We'll keep pumping out those fastest 220 vids. We know you love them. And yeah, follow us at CanonPod at C-A-N-O-N-P-O-D on Twitter at C-A-N-O-N dot P-O-D on Instagram. And if you have any questions you can or, or comments, you can send us mail at toyccanon.com. T-O-Y-C-C-A-N-O-N at gmail.com for Matt, Jimmy, and Jacob. I'm Vic saying, we'll see you next time. This was Loading the Cannon, and we're loading up an awesome week eight.